to be a bird flying across a snowy world. Cold air, bright sun, and a new perspective on our ancient planet. Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark, and this episode was written by Joe Horn. February is the month that I always picture as the sunniest, thanks to the combined effect of relatively long days and our typically white, snowy world. Similarly, while temperatures are still decidedly cold, the heat of the bright sun on my face can sometimes give me a fleeting preview of the spring that is to come. But what is perhaps the most exciting thing about February is that it is this time of the year, while I am in the depths of enjoying winter, that my planning for spring and summer must begin. Aside from the typical marathon of seed starting, many of our local songbirds will begin their pre-breeding activity in only a few short weeks, so now is a prime moment to clean out those old nest boxes or make some new ones. When a nor'easter backs up over you and leaves you with several feet of the white stuff in your dooryard, it can be hard to even picture the trees blushing green, the smells of mud, and sound of birds singing but it is critical that bird nest boxes are placed, cleaned out, or spruced up now to ensure that the birds have a chance to find them ready and waiting as soon as they make their way back to their breeding grounds. If the bird were to find a box already packed with nesting material from a previous season, it will simply look elsewhere, even if in subsequent weeks you were to clean the box out. So let's take a moment to go over birdhouse basics. For starters, if you have never put out a birdhouse and want to make this season the time to do so, the first thing to consider is what birds you have around that might make use of those boxes. Chickadees, tufted titmice, and eastern bluebirds are just some of the birds that will readily make use of nest boxes, but the size differences of these birds means that each one will have slightly different size and placement requirements for their nest box. Take, for instance, the bluebird, who prefers a one and a half inch entrance hole and likes to have its box placed on the edges of fields at roughly person height. There are plenty of plans and designs out there, which you can look up or purchase. If you are completely stumped, you can reach out to your local Audubon chapter to see what they recommend for your area. Nest boxes should be made of real wood or a dried gourd, no plastic, metal, or plywood. These other materials can either off-gas chemicals that are toxic to the young birds or heat up excessively in the sun. The inside and outside of the nest box should be treated with a natural wood finish like raw linseed or tongue oils to help prevent rot while also being completely non-toxic. If you absolutely must paint your box, do so in light neutral colors with a non-toxic exterior grade paint. When installing your box, it is best to do so on a freestanding smooth post to help keep predators at bay. If you already have some bird boxes, now is the time to clean them out and spruce them up. Start by removing any old nest material and cleaning off any droppings from last year's young. Next, check that the box is still functional and fix anything that looks loose, cracked, or broken. Once the box is in good working order, the final step is to give it a light sand with some 220 grit sandpaper and put on another coat of linseed or tongue oil to keep it weather tight. Keeping bird nest boxes in your yard is not only a great way to help you and your family make great observations about local bird life, it is also helpful to the birds themselves. Many of our species of birds are facing a widespread loss of habitat due in large part to human activity. 
An effort to install and keep bluebird boxes in Minnesota in the 70s, after self-taught naturalist Dick Peterson noticed the bird's decline, not only led to an increased interest in these beautiful birds, it actually helped to recover the species in that area. You can share pictures of your birdhouses on the Nature of Phenology Facebook page or by contacting us through our blog, which you can find a link to by visiting archives.weru.org. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phenology.